Welcome back, my friend. It's Tina here, and you are listening to Avenue for Growth podcast. It is 2020. Hello to the new decade. I am excited. I hope you're excited as well. The last 10 years has been very, very exciting in my life. I already talked about this, what's been going on, and I guess, you know, a lot of things have been happening in your life as well. It generally is so that, you know, 10 years is a long time. So, so many different things can happen and so many changes. However, in some people's lives, there won't be so many changes. And I don't know about you, but, you know, I love change. I absolutely love it when things happen they happen quickly I go fast when I decide what to where to go my my husband is the same our kids are the same so we are very very fast moving people we you know like make changes we like when things are happening and that's how we are we don't sit around on decisions for a long time we make decisions and they usually turn out to be very good decisions as well okay but of course there are a lot of people who just cannot get any of the balls moving you know there's nothing rolling nothing happening and years go by and this is i think it's a pretty sad thing you know this is one of my rants that i actually stopped doing for a long time when i started my business my first business and now my second business and all my different brands that i've been building and and growing and uh, and closing down and uh, starting again and those things so for for years i was very engaged in conversations about why everybody should you know stop going to their you know jobs and start doing something else and i realized that so many people just dream about things and so many people just think about thinking about and you know they just like really like oh, well you know maybe someday and suddenly 10 years has passed and they, some of them, still are not doing anything else. Maybe they are, you know, improved in their careers. Maybe they are 10 years older. Uh, Maybe they have some new family members like uh, my family for 10 years ago was just me. We had just met my husband and I. And today we are four, and that's just a really cool thing. But um, business-wise and uh, career-wise, a lot of things have been happening during the last 10 years. That would be an understatement to say anything else. But a lot of people, you know, not so much happening. But I guess you, because you're here, you are a person who makes things happen, and you are building your empire, you're building your business, and uh, you are in a hurry to advance, all right? Now, this episode is for those who are not there yet, okay? Because I'm going to talk about idea validation. How you too, if you haven't started your thing yet, or maybe you're going through some kind of a change. You know, a lot of our clients that we work with inside our Avenue programs, different programs, they go through different kind of changes in their businesses. Meaning, for example, they've been building their business in a certain ways for a long time. They've had a lot of successes, a lot of, you know, uh, mistakes done and, you know, during these years of course that's a part of the game and uh, they come to us and they say that you know I'm ready for change I want to do something different I want to build a business I want to run a business I don't want to go back to work for somebody else I'm not ready to go on retirement or you know I just don't want to quit being an entrepreneur quit being the innovator quit being this person who's building cool things I just want to build something new some other cool things 
And of course, we have a bunch of people who come to us and say, I've been thinking about maybe starting something. And uh, this episode is particularly for those. But of course, if you are in a change situation, you would like to go through some kind of a change with your business model, then let's talk about your idea validation. Now, before we go into this, I'm going to go through five specific things that you have to think about when you are creating and taking this idea that you have and start looking the real business opportunity. Before we go go into that I just want to be very clear now there's never ever in any certainties okay you know that I know that we all know that who has been building businesses for any longer time we know there's no certainties and we also know that the real validation comes from making sales okay so once you make sales continuously once there's actually people who are buying your thing that is when you have validated that your idea has some kind of a, a profitability at least somebody's actually paying you cash to get that innovation that service that product or anything that you have so that is the real real validation everything else is still a little bit of guesswork but of course we need to do some work before we can get there so I want us to go through this idea validation this is something that we help our clients to go through inside our program and um, this is really about looking realistically and very objectively at that idea that you have the market where you're going to the channels competition profitability so that you can make a decision whether this is something that you should invest your time on or maybe it is a waste of your time maybe you have to redesign and continue thinking about how this idea could become something a little bit more profitable and uh, good for the future so first thing I want you to think about that when you're going into a new market or going with a new idea it's always better to go to a market that is an evergreen market that there's always need okay so for example if you would like to go into design world there is always need for that there's always that is a huge market there's always need for that if you would like to go into business services like I am there's always people who are starting and growing businesses so those are very evergreen people are always building businesses starting businesses growing businesses people are always designing their homes and gardens if you go into some kind of a boating industry people are buying boats okay if you go into dog industry people are enjoying and loving the dogs and they're buying dogs so these are the things that are quite safe industries to go into and niches because there's always uh, people who are in those things so it's not a kind of a some trend that's coming now and you know it will be here for three months and then it's gone so I think it's a really interesting to always look at this what are the evergreen markets and evergreen industries okay so the first thing you want to think about is the problem validation so is there really an explicit need of that thing that you are going to serve okay are people looking for answers to this particular problem and for example if you go on google can you find if you start typing that question can google fill in you know the rest so are people actually asking questions about this specific thing for example are people googling up how to lose weight now we're in january so how can i lose weight of course they are so this is a big market are people googling how to grow my company of course they are there are a lot of people who are asking google or any other search engines any 
other places? How can I grow my revenue? How can I have better profit? How can I do better marketing? How can I sell better, more effectively, faster? Okay, so these type of problems are something that people are actually asking different places, asking for help in different places, and they are looking for answers. Now, it's really important to understand also that uh, your market, that the market you are going to, just like I said, it needs to be some kind of an evergreen market. But you also want to go into a market that is actually growing. You don't want to go into a shrinking market. Okay, so go into a growing market where you can see that this market is growing. There are a lot of data and it's your job to, to find that data and, and that realistically see whether this market is growing or shrinking. Okay, so go for the growing market. For example... You know, for those of you who don't know what the uh, telephone book is, you're probably born in the, you know, a little later. For those of us who are born in the 70s, we do remember phone books, okay? And if, for example, if you are a designer who is helping companies to advertise on phone books, maybe that business is not something that is going to be uh, very, very uh, solid in the future. All right. So your job is to understand. So, okay, advertising for sure. People never stop advertising. It's just that your skills and that strategy that you're going to implement, they need to be different. They need to look forward to see. So where do people want to want to advertise? Magazines, maybe yes. Um, billboards, I don't know, maybe yes. TV, why not still? Um, but also social media channels, you know, paid advertising on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and YouTube and those places. So that's where the market is going to. So you should, with your skills, with your experience and with your passion, go there as well because that's where the problem is in some industries and niches even they are very very evergreen they are super tiny niches and for some companies that is a great thing and some other companies that's not big enough so they have to look beyond those markets this could be for example that uh, if you have a service and uh, you're, you you think about serving people who live close by your, your little town, for example, if you li live in a little town like I do. For some businesses, a little town with a very specific uh, a type of people's specific needs could be well enough. But some other businesses, most businesses actually, it's just too little. So you have to look at what size is the potential market and you will probably not dominate the full market so you have to be realistic about how big of that market how big chunk of that market can i reach out to and have as my client so is that enough money enough profitability for your company so that you can survive and grow in that market or where do you need to go to solve that specific problem so look at the data that is showing the size of the market. Look at the data that is showing the trends in that industry, in the specific problem area, and see whether it is growing or if it's something that is shrinking. And always make sure that people are actually looking for answers to these type of questions. They really want to learn these things. Because if nobody is interested in this thing you want to, it doesn't really matter how great you are, what kind of service. If nobody is interested in that, then they are not. And then you won't have a business. You might be a happy hobby, but it's not the same thing as an idea, business idea validation. 
The second thing I want you to think about is the channels. Now, some channels, and we talked about this before, some channels are unreachable for you. And because these channels might be, for example, that, uh, you know, they are specific societies, specific type of people where you do not belong to, at least yet. Okay. For example, if you would like to go into a luxury market and you don't know anybody in the luxury market and they're very closed markets, maybe it's very difficult to get your foot in there. Whereas, for example, if you would like to go to some bigger markets where basically anybody can enter, then it's much easier. So look at the channels for marketing and sales and connections, whether they are available for you. And also another thing that is really important to understand, whether they are so-called cheap or expensive to use. You know, some people uh, some in some societies, some kind of uh, specific uh, groups of people, it might be quite expensive to access these markets. But then again, your services could be so highly priced that it is profitable for you anyway to access this market. Because once you position yourself as the leading provider in those markets, you know that you will have a lot of very, very high paying customers. Let's say, for example, you do marketing for um, lawyers. It could be so that it's a little difficult to access the lawyer's society if you don't know anybody there, if you don't have any foot in and so on. But once you get there, it could be a fabulous opportunity to specialize in doing marketing specifically for lawyers who might have a lot of money to invest in your services. And they are most probably not so knowledgeable and most probably do not want to handle their own marketing. Then, of course, you need to look at whether they are on social medias, are they hanging out on some other places? How can you reach the people? What are the channels that you can use? The third thing, of course, we want to look at the competition. So how much competition is the competition is a great thing. You have to have a, some kind of a competition. It doesn't always need to be exactly the same thing that you are doing, but there must be somebody else who is already solving that type of problem somehow in that marketplace because it just means that they're actually is need for solutions for that specific problem. And who is the market leader today or the market leaders? Who are those people and those companies? How are they doing? You know, I want you to think about that. You do need to have uh, knowledge about the competition. You need to understand how they are doing, what makes them very special. But then again, you do need to focus on your own thing because if you are just entering the market, there's no way you can compare yourself to those who have been in the market for 10 years, 15 years. They are bigger, they have connections, they're well known, and you're not. So it's just unfair to compare. So do not do that. But realistically, look at the competitors, look what they are, where they are missing the mark, where they are not doing the things as innovatively as you would be doing, because you're entering with the new eyes to this market. And also think about different assets that they use, like go out there and look on the internet and look on the on the streets if you have a local business. What kind of assets do they have? Web pages, social media profiles, customer segments or so that. And try to list these things and see whether they are working for them. You can learn so much about these things. The fourth thing is about profitability. Now we come back to this thing that the people in this market who has this problem, do they actually want to pay you to solve this specific particular thing? You know, there might be a lot of people who are very enthusiastic in this market. 
but they wouldn't dream of paying anything to get that problem solved. Usually, if um, that the need that you're solving, if it's a really, really big problem, they are more likely to pay to get that solution fast than if it's something like nice to have thing. Then again, it's not always like that because if we look at the fashion and interiors and so on, they not always solve a big problem, but rather they are focusing on building the need. They're working with influencers and all these kind of people who are showing that if you want to be part of the group of people who are buying this brand or looks good, you know, can can be like part of the society who uses these brands and these, these products, then you better buy these things. And they usually don't solve a big need or a problem, but they do solve some kind of a, a need for these uh, people who buy them to, to be part of that society, to show that, you know, this is where I belong to. I understand what's going on, you know, I'm this person of understanding the trends and I want to be part of this uh, society who is using these products or following some influencers and so on. So do we have money in this industry? Are people investing money to get that solution from you or anybody? If yes, then that is a good sign. If no, then then you have to continue looking what is the real problem you can solving and whether people are actually investing money to solve that problem. Of course, there might be some other instances as well who are paying you to solve that problem. For example, if you would like to start a school or some kind of a non-profit organization, maybe the people that you are helping, they might not be able to pay you. But there are some other instances, some other organizations, maybe the government who could pay you to help these people. So uh, think about the profitability. Make sure that there is actually somebody who can hand over some cash for you, pay for your services and products. And the fifth thing today is about positioning. Of course, in the beginning, this might feel that, you know, I'm new in the market. There's no way I can position myself as the leading brand in this industry. And it might be so. It takes some time. But then again, it can go super fast. You know, I had a few episodes here. If you go back, you can listen to the episode about what strategic decisions you need to make about your business and also what technical things you can implement to escalate this thing. You know, how you can come to the market as basically a newbie and really take over the market, then it is totally possible. You just need to know what assets and what kind of systems to use, how you need to communicate your message, how you need to position yourself so that people can start seeing you as the leading expert. So you can go back to those episodes where I talk about those, or of course, you can come over to our website and join any of our programs because that is exactly what we do inside the Avenue for Growth programs. Okay, so this is about idea validation. I hope that you, you know, if you're thinking about starting a business or if you're thinking about going into a new business this year, I hope you go through these different kind of idea validations. Just to repeat here, problem validation was number one. Second was the channels. Number three was competition. Number four is profitability. That means is there money uh, that people are paying for this thing? And number five was about positioning. Can you position yourself as the leading expert in your industry and uh, how you do that of course if you need any help with that that's what we do every day okay i wish you a wonderful wonderful day and i will see you tomorrow bye